If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the wrap. For the week ending August 9, you're tuned in to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And as we're now in the second half of the year, let's talk phones. You've probably heard this one before. There's a bunch of new phones coming out and they're going to razzle, dazzle and excite you. Yes, we're in that season where if something didn't grab you earlier on, well, it has the chance to do it now. There are always two sides of the year for phones, with February to May offering the first set, while August to November offers the rest. It's August, so this year that starts with the Galaxy Note 10, Samsung's big new phone for the back half of the year. When we say it's a big new phone, we actually mean it's three big phones, with the Galaxy Note 10, the Galaxy Note 10 Plus, and the Galaxy Note 10 Plus 5G. You might find the odd difference in their names, and that kind of extends to the phones themselves. These are all Samsung's big phones, with either a 6.3-inch or 6.8-inch screen, with a design that kind of bleeds the screen off to the top and bottom and the sides, so much that it looks like you're holding only a screen. The Note range is more than just a big phone and a big screen, though that's an important part. They also come packing the power, the storage, the memory, and the connection options. And they also get a pen. Called the S Pen, you can now wave it around and those gestures will do things, as well as control what's on screen like a mouse. Samsung's Note 10 range also plays nicely with Windows and Mac, and is productivity focused with a big battery to boot. But they also come with enough to let you have some downtime, complete with between three and four cameras, three for the Note 10 and four for the Note 10 Plus, as well as a mode that could let you play PC games on your phone. About the only thing the Note 10 range doesn't include is a headphone jack. You might miss that as it seems to be going away on quite a few phones, but if you rely on wireless headphones, well, it's going to be less of a big deal. You'll find the Note 10 range in stores by August 23, where they'll carry a fairly big price from $14.99, and it's not the only expensive item on the way. Bose dropped a hint this week for a pair of those wireless headphones we just spoke about, as it decided to bring its new noise-cancelling headphones to Australia. They don't really have a special name, and are simply called the Bose Noise-Cancelling Headphones 700. I guess they're a little bit more direct than the quiet comfort of the past, but they've apparently been rebuilt from the ground up, with eight microphones to focus on voice and noise cancellation. They're coming at almost the same time as the Note 10, arriving August 15 for around the $600 mark. And while they're expensive, they're not even the most expensive earphones we saw this week. For that, we turn to Astle & Kern, which nabs a pair of wired in-earphones for $54.99. That's over $5,000, though they come with 12 drivers per side, a carbon fiber shell, and that price tag, which, oh my, it just might make you fall over. Fortunately, not everything coming is quite that high priced. That's luxury, but you can get perfectly great headphones for well under that from quite a few brands. It's kind of like in the computer world, because you don't have to spend thousands upon thousands to get a good box. Though at least you can rest knowing that in a few weeks' time, the next computers will be faster now that Intel's 10th generation core processors are on the way. We also saw a few speakers this week, ranging from a cylindrical $150 JBL Flip to a small $400 Bose multi-room speaker, all the way up to a $1,000 retro-style box from Klipsch. And then there's something for the bedside, something a little bit different with Lenovo's Smart Clock. A little more than just another speaker, the Lenovo Smart Clock takes a Lenovo Smart Speaker and display and kind of packs it all into a 4-inch design. Basically, it's a smaller smart display built to sit on a nightstand or kitchen counter that you can talk to. And by talk to, we mean talk to Google, because like the Lenovo Smart Display and Google Nest Home Hub, it uses Google Assistant. But despite the fact that you can talk to it, it's mostly a clock with 10 clock faces to choose from. 
They range from analog to digital to arty to a flip clock style, and it's basically a small smart speaker and display that mostly does what a clock does, tells the time. The problem is, that's all it kind of is. You can play music from it, but the Lenovo Smart Clock doesn't sound great at all. The sound is shallow and bright, and it's not a great speaker for music. You can control stuff around the house if you have smart technologies, but that's kind of it. It's a real shame because the idea has merit, but at $129, it's hard to recommend just because it could be so much better. Under $100? Okay, maybe sure. But over? We're not as convinced. But hey, you can listen to podcasts on it. Podcasts like this one, which is also now over. So you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. The Wrap can be found every Friday at Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. But until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care. Take care.